How's it going? Happy 100 and nice. Yeah. Feeling nice? I stole that from Chris. (laughs) Feeling nice, feeling 100? Yeah, I stole that from Chris, just so the listener knows. (laughs) Yeah, happy 100 and nice, guys. It's been a long time coming, and uh, now we're here. We've done so many fucking episodes of this show. It's pretty pretty crazy. (laughs) I wonder when we'll be enough. When will they? When will our audience be, be satiated? Oh, that's that. That actually reminds me. Hope, of hopefully, the, never. We need exponential growth to continue to be profitable <laughs> in this economy. <laughs> there used to be a. Uh, there was an once an Onion article called "After Getting Exactly the Precise Amount of Attention, Kanye West Is Satisfied and Retires." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna do. I think we're gonna talk about Yay in our bonus that we record today, right? Oh yeah, we sorry, wanna... I didn't mean to dead name him. Yeah, right. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah seriously. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he he went on Alex Jones. He's really we we. It's been long overdue a yeah. conversation about Yay because you know we all have our differing levels of expertise when it comes to yeah. um, all of that. There, so. There's like Chris, and then an enormous gulf, <laughs> and then. Uh, 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 both of us. Well, yeah. as I've said, I'm the expert on mental illness. Chris is the expert yeah. on yay, and David's the expert on how the internet makes us crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm not happy at all about how he's normalizing anti-Semitic uh, hate speech. That that's really um, uh, shitty. But I am happy about how he's normalizing wearing a balaclava. During, I'm sorry, like, that was a gimp suit. Not, <laughs> it was not a balaclava. That was a fucking gimp mask. <laughs> Just saying, it's a good look. It is. No, yeah, it was a great look. Yeah. Um, but in order to hear that conversation, you're going to have to pay us money. Patreon.com slash Ironweeds. Right. Right. That's, that's a good shit. <laughs> all the good stuff that's the good shit yeah, yeah. lots of uh evergreen content it's yeah. true this uh, one will be yeah this one will be a little more newsy than usual but. yeah but we'll, we'll we'll make sure to make it connected to the evergreen content of anti-semitism <laughs> <laughs> it's true, yes. but yeah, yeah uh also uh for the seven dollar tier you get the uh, full uh access to reaction which i've been extremely enjoying thank you good. so much Brittany. i really really love the new season um, yeah, it's fucking awesome. I'm really glad. It's I, this is so far my favorite one. It feels like everyone that I do is my favorite th- those so far. But I keep um, I keep expecting to hear because I'm a lumberjack and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the final installment's going to come out uh, this week, and I've been having a really the, the final installment for the main feed, and then I have a bunch of bonus episodes lined up too. Which you know, again, seven dollar tier. And we have a lot of people on the $7 tier. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys. Um, but I'm having a really tough time with the last one because there's this part in it kind of towards oh, the end. No spoilers. No spoilers. No, no, no. I'm not going to. Okay, good. But I am I am having a really hard time getting through it without like my voice breaking. Oh, because it's that sad? Yeah. Um, oh, shit. And I, I had that problem with real life often where like especially the, the last part of the essay would be very poignant and mm-hmm. I would like have to deliver it 30 times before i could get through without my voice crying so we'll see how it goes wish you luck hell yeah <laughs> well if it's anything like the last episode it's gonna be a banger so thank yeah. you so much absolutely so what are we talking about today oh god i don't know a L- lot going on <laughs> yeah. we're very loosey-goosey today um do you want to talk about the railroad strike yeah yeah we could talk about that yeah i've been working on the railroad <laughs> even though i'm sick <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Oh, yeah. 
So, uh, uh, I, um, surprise, the Democrats rat-fucked workers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shocking, shocking. Huge surprise. No, 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 there. Biden said that the fight for uh, the sick leave uh, for the railroads that they were threatening a strike over. Yeah, it's uh, going it, to continue. It's going to yeah. continue. Yeah, yeah you we're know? going to keep yeah. doing it. But actually, we're going to expand it to all workers, because that'll <laughs> yeah. make it easier to accomplish. It's actually going to be better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that definitely won't get held up in the courts. No, absolutely like, not. No, never. No, like. No. Well, that's the thing is like right like the fight uh, Democrats love that when the fight continues. Um, how <laughs> well, about yeah. I, money, please? Yeah, yeah. Infinite deferment yeah. of the fight. Yeah. Money, please. I, w- I would like to stop fighting. Actually, um, that, it's a lot of uh, work. Can and we just win and yeah. then take a break? Yeah, I would like to start winning. Actually, <laughs> which is I mean like is as is actually a good uh, uh, comparison, right? As you have like uh, Trump saying like, "Are you tired of all the winning?" And then you have Biden being like, uh, we're going to fight forever. And it's like, uh, which one do you want? Which one do you want to be well, a part of? Do it, you want to be part of the, like, you just keep winning? Or do you want to just fight for eternity? Well, like, if you fight for eternity, then that proves your virtue. Right. Because, right, right, you course, know, yeah, like, yeah. If, 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 you, if you didn't have anything to fight for, I mean, God. Jeez. And if yeah. you're winning, then that's pretty sus. Yeah. Like, right. Why are you winning so much? Yeah. Well, if you're winning, you're definitely being like, I don't know, at best, like a sore winner. Right? Right, yeah. <laughs> so, that doesn't look good. W- winning is oppressive. <laughs> okay. It's very problematic I, I to want, win. I want, yeah, I want you to think about um, how many people lost and, like, what, like maybe losers. You, you should... did that. Yeah, you did that. You did that. You made them lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, losers uh, have rights, too, you know. Um, all right, yeah. So, uh, really, you don't need to go further than, like, Adam Johnson, which I, I guess we're phoning it in here, but... <laughs> just like he just like put he's 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 got a good job or like he's really good at putting his finger on just like the in the most succinct way possible like what the issue is smart people need to be smart enough to know when to defer to smarter people yeah like that's just that's (laughs) an important skill and 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 and, and here you know like i'm I'm just gonna i'm just gonna read it is it it just makes sense right now this is about the the dsa electeds well this is about like the democrats spin on it and okay and guess what the dsa electeds they're Democrats now. They're Democrats. Yeah, because yeah. I want to get to that a little yeah. bit, but I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll let you go first. Yeah. Okay, well, so, really, we'll let Adam Johnson go first. Yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> okay. Party spin is strong today, and this here he's tweeting on um, December 2nd. Uh, Those still confused and blaming the GOP for workers not getting sick leave, I will attempt to spell it out here. The only plausible mechanism for getting sick leave was striking or the credible threat of striking. Once Biden and Pelosi unilaterally decided to take this leverage away, there was zero credible pathway to getting paid sick leave. The bill afterward, engaging in the useless politics of asking nicely, thus had a 0% chance of succeeding, which everyone knew the second the bills were split. Right? So what he's talking about here is, right, there was a, there was going to be just like one bill to break the union. And then like some of the more lefty people were like, well, no, let's also put in like a second bill. It, it, it was called like a correction to the bill it was it's it's some parliamentary bullshit where it's just like you vote on one and then quickly the other and then like the two together get what you want but of course like just put it in all make them one bill omnibus yeah yeah the whole point (laughs) of it is to let the good one fail in the senate like that's the only (laughs) reason that's why you separate them in the first place you went down trying okay (laughs) yeah Yeah, uh, so a GOP voted against a bill that did not need to happen and not backed by the threat of a strike, and so obviously it failed, 
right? Like, that's the point. Right? Yeah, and didn't, like, a bunch of uh, Republicans, like, jump on and be like, oh, yeah, I'm a... Uh a fighter for the working class, like Marco Rubio and yeah, shit. Like, yeah. you know, well, it got like 50, is it, it got like, I think 52 votes in yeah. the Senate. But if it was like about to pass, they would never have. No, no, of course yeah. not. Yeah. No, if it was, if it was getting 58 votes, there's no shot in hell that two Republicans would have jumped on. And yeah. Signed, yeah. I mean, these are the, the people, point wasn't to get it passed. The point was to send a message. I, I, yeah. think, I think it was like Sherrod Brown, the, the Senator from Ohio was like, was like tweeting uh like like jokes at, at marco rubio or something like oh you think oh you're a great work uh, uh revolutionary worker representative here trotskyite <laughs> marco rubio like really cares about the workers here like I, that was that was pretty funny but um it, it would be better if like all those democratic senators and con- congress people were actually getting things done instead of twitter dunking but um yeah um this is just like so fucking it. That, that's basically it. There's a couple more tweets. Uh, I I we'll recommend put the thread the, in the notes. Yeah, yeah, the thread's in the notes. But and you probably already saw it. Uh, um, if you listen to this podcast, you probably follow Adam Johnson on Twitter. But like the, I, yeah, it, it just it it's just like so fucking obvious that like immediately after the midterms, like like we could just talk about like Paul Tonko, our representative here in the Capitol District. Fuck you, Paul. Right right away is that like. I saw that man on, like, every fucking picket line this year. Like, he was just, like, I go to the uh, Capitol uh, District Labor Parade breakfast the first Friday of every month. It's where, like, union people... You love pancakes. Yeah. (laughs) There's no pancakes, man. (laughs) What? No, it's... it's, You don't go there for the food. I'll put it that way. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying, it ain't, uh, it ain't a breakfast. Yeah, the, the workers put the workers put all their effort into that breakfast, but you get what you. It's <laughs> they're, they're working. They're not working with a lot here. It's real eggs, though. I, I will. You can confirm they're real eggs, which is which isn't bad. It's not like the rehydrated like powder shit. But um, okay. But the point is that like you know you, you go there. It's just like everything from the trades councils to uh like um very to like the Troy Area Labor Council, which. Is kind of has a reputation as a bunch of communists, and, you know. And just, and, you know, it's just it runs the gamut of uh, labor um, politics, and there's even like a couple of Republicans that run for local office that show up there hoping to get some sort of local uh, backing of, of, of unions if they can. But you know, up and from like September to uh the november one right all leading up to the election you had matt castelli you had paul tonko you had like you know every uh, representatives from chuck schumer's office Kristen gillibrand shows up herself like you know, she just, voted good she voted it, yes on it uh yeah yeah so like all all these people show up like looking for votes talking about how great the union is this month none of them are there yeah of course <laughs> absolutely none of those motherfuckers are there and uh and we just got sold down the river and you and no one even you know what sucks is that like no one even talked about it at the union breakfast because where else are is is labor gonna go right you're you're over a barrel (sighs) yeah so it fucking sucks and like and and some of some of them you know like buy this this line because i mean like the president of the afl-cio said that it was like to basically do this like which is what a lot of the like DSA backed people are like we did what the unions wanted. We did what u- union leadership wanted to do, which is I- inextricable from like Democratic Party. Yeah, politics. I saw, I saw Ryan Grimm carrying water for these fuckers on Twitter, being like, you know, everybody who's who's criticizing 
the squad doesn't understand that they were just acting, you know, they, they were told to, that they were told that the unions wanted this. And the replies are like, can you please elaborate on that? Like what unions, who in the union was it? workers was it leadership was it bosses like who three of the four major unions had already rejected the bill that basically the terms of the agreement that was just shoved down their throats yeah it was four out of whatever 11 or something however many there are yeah i I, I don't don't remember it was uh i i don't know if it was a majority but it was certainly a large plurality of all workers in the in the industry and even many of the unions who voted in favor of the deal they did so without the support of the workers who they purport to represent. Yeah. Um, but it's it, when, when AOC was responding to it, she was like, well, I spoke to, you know, people in my district who are, um, uh, who, you know, the, 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 the produce, um, I think they're teamsters. I can't remember, but it's like the produce warehouse people that she was on, but, that she was on the picket line. I, with. I believe those are teamsters. And she was yeah. like, you know, and the, and the, the train's, turned around so they didn't cross the picket line and i talked with them and i know and it's like well they work in a fucking produce warehouse they're not these are not the people yes i understand that these are your constituents but these are not the people who are represented by this deal these are not the people who are who uh have no paid sick leave and can't go to the doctor if they wake up sick without being penalized yeah i mean just like all again all this is spin to get you away from the fact that workers in this country wanted uh, the same paid sick leave, uh, like, even actually, no, worse paid sick leave terms than, like, every other major country in the world. <laughs> yeah, or right? any other fucking job in the country. Yeah, for, yeah, just for like, God's sake. yeah, these are just like... It, may, it might be <clears throat> worth looking into why that is, briefly, um, yeah. in case folks aren't familiar with the... What's the acronym for it? The... Um, uh, Precision Scheduled Railroading is thank what you. it's called. Yeah. Which is basically, it's very similar to like, you know, everything being on demand, everything being yeah, uh, just, just in, in time. time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and so it's resulted in the industry cutting like 30% of the workforce, mm-hmm. um, con- you know, making longer and longer trains, which, which you know, go longer which, and longer, right? Because the idea is that like you have, you have something from like the El- port of LA that, uh, Usually, you would, without this precision railroading, you would send like four small trains to four different locations. But in, but with this per, so so called precision railroading, you have that you combine all four of those cars into one really long train, and it just goes. It you know and you, it's like Google Maps, like pick you know like do all four destinations kind of thing, right? Yeah, it's, and it's actually less efficient for the economy in general because it's very susceptible to, you know, any kind of kink in the system results in trains just not being able to go anywhere because there's no redundancy in the system. So it's actually much less efficient for the economy overall and for the movement of goods, but it's uh much more profitable for the shareholders of these companies and that is, you know, as always in the year of our Lord 2022, the only thing that drives the economy is whatever is good for shareholders. Mm-hmm. And we're talking like 50% profit margins Huge. from these companies. Billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. I mean, it's it's making the Gilded Age robber barons look like, you know, generous yeah. <laughs> by comparison. Yeah, yeah it's, pr- it's pretty insane to make the argument that in a time of record profits and record, like, economic um, efficiency through this, you know, uh, like, you know, as you were saying, like, on, on a material basis, inefficient practice, that they would be able to afford to give uh enough staffing to cover sick days like and yeah so that gets to the sick day leave which is mm-hmm. why because people are looking at this people who like don't have any kind of um 
expertise in or really even understanding of labor and labor issues is the like, well, look at their, they got a 24% salary increase. They have all of this paid time off. Um, they have incredible benefits. Why is sick days so important? Karma's, Karma's <laughs> Karma has big opinions on this. Yeah, yeah. She, she's a friend of Rail. She, yeah, she, <laughs> she's advocating for a wildcat strike. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's because, you know, P, like PTO has to be scheduled. It's not a sick day. It's, you know, you have to schedule it more than 30 days out. And even then, you can come, you can turn around and they can say, no, sorry, we need you today. You don't get that paid time off that you scheduled, you know, two months ago. And it's not today. It's like a week because you're driving a fucking train to like from LA to Jacksonville. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is, it's just like, it's horrendous. It's, it's really just, awful. Yeah. There's a story of one guy who uh, wasn't able to get time off to go to, he had a doctor's appointment scheduled and then he was called into work and he never made it in. He died of a heart attack, like at work on the job. That's Another story up. of a guy who wasn't able to get time off to be with his child that was in the hospital, like his dying child. Um, it's just, it's so inhumane. It's abhorrent. I know yeah. it's so inhumane. And like, I've never worked a job that had um, like paid sick leave or even paid time off or anything like that or vacation days. I've never worked a job that had any of those things. But if I woke up sick and I said, I can't come in today, I'm too sick, I wasn't going to be penalized. Like that is, you know, it, in, in a way, I wonder how many of the rail workers would have traded some of their PTO and some of their salary increase and some of their benefits to have the peace of mind of being able to like be sick and stay home a lot i mean that was the whole thing coming from the unions that rejected this was like that this was the the concession that they were trying to get yeah like they were already feeling like they were adequately compensated as it relates to like money like they're just like this is insane though that i can't like take off when my kid's dying yep like what the fuck like (laughs) you guys are making billions like come on yeah so I wish them a very wildcat strike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it would, would it, sorry, it would be devastating. Yeah. It would destroy this country for probably months. Which is if, to say it would work. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That is the point of that kind of strike like, is to cause a lot of damage and show your value, show your worth. And that, that was like one of the more disturbing things about, um, the coverage of this is just how, like, across every single news source, from newspaper all the way to, you know, cable news, fucking every single one of those things, to a guy that I talk to who consumes all of that media at the labor breakfast, right? The line is, it, we, we have to save the economy, right? Is that, like, the economy would have been destroyed. We have to avert catastrophe by, by doing this, right? And it's like, well, sure, that would have been catastrophic. There was another way to <laughs> yeah. avoid this catastrophe, <laughs> yeah. and it was providing basic Give them the services. fucking sick days. Yeah, yeah, give them, like, just, like, like something that's in, like, the, like, the, I imagine it's in, like, the UN, some UN document that the United States always votes against, right? You know, just, like, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's, like a, it's a fucking human rights violation. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, like, there, it's just, like, it's so incredible that, like, even people in the union movement will uh like say stuff like yeah. like, like we have to avert avert catastrophe yeah. and, and 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 it's it, it's it, it 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 is just like the lockstep uh connection between uh the whatever press release bsnf or whatever puts out goes to the democratic party that then goes to cnn is just like it's you 
don't live in a free country. (laughs) And by that logic, you're saying that railroad workers should have to die so that you can get your treats on time. Yeah. That's not acceptable. And the fact that all it would take is a slight reduction in the profitability of the system that is wildly, wildly profitable for the shareholders. And would improve the rail on the whole for the consumer experience and for other businesses. Yeah, well, See, yeah well, once again, right, like, nothing on your end, like, this would impact literally no one get, giving these paid sick leaves, right? Like, the negative consequence is zero to everybody except for shareholders, major shareholders of these companies. Yeah. That is the only person that would be negatively impacted by it would, this. It would reduce the passive income yeah. of, what, maybe a, a couple thousand maybe. at most people, yeah. probably less. Yeah. That that would reduce yeah. the passive income a little Not, bit, yeah, a, a little, little bit, bit. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> and those are the people that held our entire economy hostage. Yes, yeah. it's those people. Yeah, not the workers that yeah. were like, "Hey, uh, I'm a human yeah. that gets sick from time to time, and I've also this is my career." Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's totally fucked. Uh, and where the fuck are all these libertarians? Right, the government's out here picking winners and losers, P- picking the <laughs> right? p- picking yeah. the 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 winner being the handful of oligarchs. Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? And you know, the Democrats are going to fuck around and make the Republicans the party of unions because there's already a lot of union people out there saying, "I am running out of reasons to vote for Democrats." Like, I it's yeah, but yeah. then the Republicans will fuck around and make the Democrats the party of unions. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but at least they'll get like a good twenty years out of yeah. it. You know? <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So, uh, remember, DA it gets the goods. It does. Yeah. 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 I, 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 just one other thing I wanted to say about it is because I, uh, I, one of the reasons it would ever be very difficult for me to ever get off Twitter is that I love seeing what people like normal people say about things, mm-hmm. not like smart people of podcasts. Not like, you know, dumb writers people or, or, dumb people podcasts. or dumb people with podcasts <laughs> like us. Um, just like normal fucking people. Yeah. And like one thing that I saw, which was like, so what would they do? Like, what can they do next? And then, some, you know, well, the answer is they can go on strike anyway. Yeah. Uh, they would have an illegal strike. And then, yeah. you know, the, this, woman's, this woman's response was like, well, but what would that get any? But like, then they would just get arrested. Like, what are they going to make them go to work at gunpoint? Like, why would that, you know, why would that help the railroads to let them go on illegal strike? And it's like, at that point, it's no longer about maintaining the status quo. It's about sending a message that you, that this is not how you are allowed to make change in your working conditions. You, you, you know, strike breaking has never been about really getting them to go back to work so much as it is about teaching a lesson that you are not allowed to do this. It's discipline. Right. It's, it, yes, exactly. Was it Reagan that uh, the, broke the um, potential Pat, strike Patco, yeah. uh, for the uh, the air traffic controllers? Yes. Yeah. This this reminds Identical. me so much of that. Yeah. Like you know, and so it's like you know, fucking new boss, yep. same as the old boss. Yeah. I mean, just speaking to like the reaction series I'm doing right now, it happened in World War One when loggers and people in the lumber industry were going on strike all across the country. 
the government, you know, Sedition. sent in. They literally created a new quote unquote union that was not a union. It was oh, like, what the fuck is the name? It was so silly. It's the, it was like it's the, the loyal, loyal, it's the loyal, loyal legion of loggers and lumbermen. And like in the name, you can see like loggers and lumbermen. Lumbermen yeah. referring to lumber barons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't get in a union with your boss. That's yeah, not yeah. a good union. But no, no, they, they have they have shared interests. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and then they just the, straight the up, word "loyal" should be a red flag. <laughs> yeah, red flag. Right but then, you know, on top of that, they just straight up conscripted yeah. lumber workers. Yeah, yeah, To like work for the government instead. Yeah. So it's like it's different, but in a lot of ways, it's you know this is like a very old tactic to just uh, you know as a way to break labor so that you can keep the economy humming along. So and also worth noting because it's happening at about the same time is that we can't, it. Someone is allowed to de- to destroy the economy, and it's the Federal Reserve, right? Yeah. The Fed, the Fed can raise interest rates, make borrowing expensive for everyone else in order to very publicly, and they very publicly uh-huh. say, we are, we, we are probably going to cause a recession. We're trying not to, but this quote-unquote hard landing might happen because inf- uh, inflation, uh, aka our buddies, like raising prices because they can, like you know, is still going on. So we might just have to like cause a recession too anyway many, just with our spreadsheets. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's because just... literally too many people have jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can you can crush the economy with uh, getting some paid sick leave for for workers. No, that that cannot happen. Well, see, the Fed isn't a part of the government. So right. it, oh, has, that's a good point. it has yeah. no yeah. actual obligation or loyalty yeah. to the state yeah. and or uh, the interests of the American people. And certainly <laughs> never does anything on behalf of the government that <laughs> the government would want to happen. Never. never. never They're never, totally ever. separate. Completely different. <laughs> Did you hear that? Completely different. Yeah. yeah I, like, I wonder how, how advanced and fucked up this, like, econ- economy will get for it. Like, just you know implodes it's like i could see like the fed becoming like um more like mystical oh yeah like you know Ooh, more yeah. like, than it already is yeah, yeah. Like, more like ritualistic like yeah. burning you know, incense and yeah whole, like gathering on the steps of oh speaking of burning did you guys see that the uh the uh victims of the bhopal india uh cyanide gas um uh, tragedy uh, done by Union Carbide burned an effigy of the CEO of uh, Dow Chemical. That's so that fucking, fucking cool. rules. Yeah, they they had. We a, need a uh, better burning effigy culture in this country. <laughs> I gotta say, you know, it, it, the Brits—they're yeah. always burning an effigy. They have a whole fucking yeah. holiday about they it. They do. Yeah. yeah. And in Ireland, they burn Margaret Thatcher yeah. <laughs> in effigy. In, in effigy. effigy. In effigy. Yeah, we should really get on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you're right. You're right, Chris. Like, there's gonna be. It's eventually like, yeah, like like Janet Yellen. Just like gets to the the podium and you know like does some sort of arcane hand gesture and then just like says really nice things about different companies right and, and as like an incantation you know just like Procter and Gamble strong <laughs> I mean like it, 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 <laughs> like at what, at what Facebook. Point? powerful (laughs) i mean like the fed is basically a um a cargo cult yeah absolutely yeah you know they they don't really know what's going on and they're just vibes yeah it's just vibes (laughs) vibe based economy the most powerful vibes ever known to man yeah uh holy line we beseech thee (laughs) Go up. We will give you our our but, best children, but not we too fast. Not too fast. Percent of the workers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we now we have some 
some international uh, stories, two of them linked by the single fact that the so-called authoritarian regimes uh, uh, outside the United States um, are more responsive to their people than uh, the United States government. (laughs) So uh, we we, we look at um, uh, China and Iran, two countries that we are constantly told are totalitarian uh, regimes that uh, do not care what their people think and are not uh, responsive to... No democracy. There's no democracy. There's no guns right. and roses. No. There's no Chinese democracy. Right. And I don't think that that's untrue. I mean, they're, so, I, they're certainly not like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. They're not, well, let's not romanticize them too much, I guess I would yeah. say. Yeah, but, sure. They don't have charismatic competitive politics in the same way that we do. That's that's very true. They don't have <laughs> handsome people to, uh, you know, watch commercials about. Yeah, and they, they don't have Matt Gates. They don't uh, have trying. Matt Gates, which, <laughs> yeah. is, which is truly the greatest uh, civil rights violation in those countries, yeah, the ha- lack of Matt Gates's. Yeah, how, how do you know you're having a d- democracy and elections if you don't just, like, get constantly bombarded by commercials, uh, like, of, like, some guy... Well, CIA agents yeah, yeah, running well, for yeah, Congress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah um, uh, and, and, yeah, I'm also, of course, like... Yeah, uh, the last caveat is that, like, yeah, obviously, um, Iran and China are as different from each other as, like, those two countries are from the United States, right? Yes. Like, we're not yeah, saying absolutely. that, like, those two are really normal and, and the same, and the Ch- United States is, like, uh, completely different, right? Yeah. It's, like, one thing that I think we'll, we'll see is kind of the same across, like, all governments is their desire to soft-pedal changes that they are making in response to massive uh um uh outbreaks of of civil unrest basically saying like oh yeah we were gonna do this anyway (laughs) you know we were totally we were like this whole COVID zero policy we don't even need it anymore which we knew before you guys started talking about this yeah yeah so um so we're gonna read this from the china project which is a um uh, a, a news organization that is based in the united states but you can tell it's just a little bit of um uh, media literacy here, right? It's like you can tell that this is probably a pretty good place to get decent news about China. Is it's not a whole wholesale uh, approval of this? Maybe there are problems with it. I I wouldn't. I I don't know. I'm, and I'm it has encouraging of it. signs. But it has encouraging signs mainly because, like, one, you it it gives you links to readouts of of government policy in Chinese if you want to read it, uh, but also. It, like, makes distinctions between, like, the government and the party and, and private companies and, and just, like, doesn't say that everything is, like, some command control economy based in Xi Jinping's, like, uh, like personal living room or something. Um, yeah, so this is a, a – it starts off with a, a, some quotes from a Vice Premier uh, Sun Chun Lan, who is the um, head of, you know, like, all the COVID stuff. In, uh, in, in China. And so he, speaking at a symposium at China's National Health Commission, he said the country is facing a new situation and new tasks in epidemic prevention and control as the pathogenesis. I, th- I got that. Uh, you know what I mean. Pa- uh, pa- pathogenesis. Pathogenesis. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Pathogenesis. That's usually what happens if yeah. you add an IC at the yeah, end. You right. move the emphasis up one syllable. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Uh, that's an expert narrator's uh, years of experience for you right there. Thank Fuck you. Yeah. Thank you. 
Yeah, uh, less deadly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Omicron ain't as bad. And so more people are vaccinated and experience in containing the virus is accumulated, right? So they're saying like, oh, yeah, yeah, now we got this under control. We got to understand the, the virus better and the virus doesn't kill as many people. And so then you also see um, uh, China have, uh, or the Chinese government also trying to, um, uh, 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 like put out an olive branch to uh its old people who are still <laughs> very um suspicious of anything that reeks of western decadent medicine um and so they, they also say having effective medicine especially traditional chinese medicine vaccination <laughs> of more than 90 percent of the whole population and declining say that word again Pith- pathogenicy thank you <laughs> uh, of, the, of the omicron virus <laughs> have created the conditions for further optimizing covid19 responses all right so um uh th- yeah they're, they're they, they don't mention any of the protests in major cities yeah, at, yeah, yeah. at no, all it, why, why would no, you no no yeah. irrelevant yeah, yeah. The direct action did not get the goods i yeah, think i yeah. heard about something about a protest yeah, maybe, somebody yeah, was yeah. maybe i don't remember yeah so um uh so the and, and so this is this is a one positive sign for for the uh the um the veracity of, of this work is is a they they say that um a few local governments have started allowing some close contacts of confirmed covid-19 cases to quarantine at home uh instead of in centralized government facilities right so um one those central centralized government facilities are, are like <laughs> hotels like, like, they're like apartment complexes yeah, yeah. yeah um there's a guy on tiktok who um is, lives in china and he did a whole like series on his i think it was like seven or eight days that he was uh quarantined in one of those facilities yeah and it looks like um you know it looks like a one-bedroom apartment kind of or like a studio apartment i suppose and they like drop off food to you and you know it's pretty interesting yeah. it's i don't know that i would have fun there uh but i also think it's probably a better containment policy than most of what the United than all of what the United States has yeah, done. Yeah, right. Yeah. So two things on that. One, I said the verac right. Th- this claims th- this is a, a good indicator of the veracity of this reporting because it says because it's it mentions that local governments are making these decisions, right? Which is how a government works in China a lot. I, like I'm not I'm not an expert in this, but I, I do know just like from the week or so that I do on Chinese urban planning that mm-hmm. most of the, by the, the book yeah yeah, yeah like mo- most of the institution <laughs> most of the institutions that that are just like just like in the united states they're they like they need money and attention of the of like higher up governments or of private companies and so they just like do what it sounds like you know like the state national governments want right notice me senpai notice <laughs> me. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um uh, so yeah, so but and then the, the the second thing I wanted to say is 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 just that um uh uh the those uh um a lot a lot of the 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 street protests aren't like well one of, uh, the biggest ones started and you could say all of them have started out of like this one fire in a in an apartment complex where people think it's it's uh, and it's unclear if uh um evacuation from that fire that was deadly. Uh, could have been helped more if people weren't like locked in there for uh, COVID reasons. I would say probably, yeah, yeah. yeah Generally, think, not well, locking people into uh, rooms or buildings is best practice for yeah. fire safety. Yeah. yeah, but close the door. <laughs> close well, the we door. never. I feel like people who say that don't have cats. I can't, I can't close the door. I would never sleep if the cats weren't allowed in the bedroom. <laughs> but but, uh, but this, the second thing is that um, right uh, um, 
most of the protests like that is is horrible if that happened Mm -hmm. but the other thing is that like the protests aren't like oh no we're under a totalitarian regime and it's terrible it's like this is annoying we're sick of this shit i'm tired of doing this yeah Yeah. like you can't use like even if it is like a pretty comfortable studio apartment with like like food delivered to you three squares a day and everything it's still like it's not my home uh I i had plans that now have to be canceled right like these are uh frankly kind of middle class concerns that that are causing sure, yeah. like people to go out in the streets and complain about it which is pretty much i i would say probably more terrifying to uh the chinese government than anything else is if the middle class isn't happy because that's what they're building they're trying to build a big middle class and a very happy one if the if the BL- summer of blm had been composed of middle class white women we wouldn't have cops anymore. They'd be gone. <laughs> I, you, you know, you, you, know, you, know you, you say that, but a lot of um, uh, data on who came out for BLM marches is, is overwhelmingly white people. Yeah. No, came, I, came it is white people, for, yeah, but I'm yeah. not, it wasn't like suburban moms who drive like... Uh, I think it kind of was, actually. Okay, well, yeah. most suburban white women yeah. voted for Donald Trump, yes, so I don't yeah. believe yeah. that, you know... Well, but, 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 anyway. but also those protests were... were uh, the biggest in the country's history, but still fairly small. Anyway, um, uh, uh, yeah. Okay, um, anyway, um, state media has also uh, softened its its language around a lot of uh, a, a lot of um, uh, uh, COVID restrictions uh, and, and of like COVID in general. Uh, you know, like they, they put out this like one study uh, um, from a uh, or sorry, a state run tabloid. Uh, reported on uh, domestic research that was like talking about the lower mortality rates of Omicron and stuff like that. So they're just like so starting to say out loud it's getting that better. Yeah. So we can do this now. Yeah, they're just like saying out loud that it's like, oh, it's not actually your protests that that change this. It's you know the the virus just isn't as bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would be like if your city council said like, oh no, we're only defunding the police because we need the pothole budget to get there. Yeah, right, exactly. 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 The weeks of protests you've been doing. Man, yeah, if yeah. only we didn't even notice only, that. If yeah. only our government was as responsive. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so like for for example, Beijing News, it's, which is a newspaper controlled by the Communist Party um, in Beijing, uh, a profile people who had had COVID, saying that it was like a bad cold. Right. So like this is their way of. Like saying that, like they're they're not going to take it as seriously, and then um and uh, so that 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 um uh that that's a pretty short story that we have in the show notes, and then one other uh thing that we put in there that w- we won't go too much into, but they they do have this interview with um uh Hong Hao, who was um a uh, a strategist at uh, Bocom International, an investment bank um and financial services firm um uh that's part of one of china's big four state controlled banks um and he was uh he was actually fired for being too uh um pessimistic about the housing market in china but now he's um <laughs> yeah shut yeah. up so, 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 so um so now he's in a shanghai based hedge fund um as their chief economist um uh and uh and and, and so they're interviewing which again right this isn't it just shows you that, like, you can just be fired for saying the wrong thing. You don't get sent to, like, some sort of, like, like communist concentration camp where they, like, shoot you in the forehead, right? You know, like, yeah. you just get fired, right? It, fu- it's, it's, it sucks. Yeah. You got fired, yeah. but, yeah. Uh, so, you again. You get fired for stupid shit. Right, yeah, 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 right. You get fired for way, saying way, 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 way less if you're, like, 
in the Fed. Like, if someone from the Federal Reserve came out and said, like, uh, you know, like, um, we're, we're really excited for everyone to lose their job, right? Instead, they say, like, we think a few people need to lose their, you know, like, we need unemployment to go up for yeah, this other number that we care about to, to go down or whatever, right? You know, like, you can say that. But if you said something just, like, a little f- too far out of pocket, you would also get fired, right? Like, that's, that's just... Or if you said something like, I don't think we should let unemployment go up. Yes. That yeah, would right. be a serious fucking problem. Yeah. Get yeah. It's, it's, dis- it's dissension. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, yeah. 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 So, um, uh, here, th- so this, this guy, uh, uh, said that, um, you know, this is some good context. He says, well, my understanding is that they're fine tuning the COVID zero policy. That's the one where it's just like COVID is the worst beyond anything else. And so, you know, like lo- extraordinary measures are uh, uh, understandable. The spread of COVID yeah. is worse than any individual human rights yeah. violation. Yeah. 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 And so for, for now, uh, so they're fine tuning it for now and they are gradually relaxing the control in recent days. The pace of reopening has actually stunned many. Uh, they, uh, so like restrictions on foreign, um, uh, uh, tourists and, and business people are, are, are going way down. You say two months to get a business visa and now it's, uh, um, uh, only uh, a couple of days. Uh, quarantine time is gone from 14 days, so two weeks in a hotel, down to 10, and they assume by spring it'll go even lower. Um, and, uh, now because once you relax and because of winter peak season for flu and this kind of respiratory disease, so there's going to be a surge in the number of cases. That has to happen, right? And with Omicron, because it's so contagious, there's more, so he's basically saying, like, you know, like, they're gonna, like, tell people, like, we expect it to go up. But then it will go down, and we'll and 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 we'll be we'll be okay. And uh, we're gonna live with the virus like everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, and like here's a, it was, and this is the, an interesting thing that, that that he says is that like um, many people feel depressed. Many restaurants are not open. Most bars are closed. If they really want to stimulate the Chinese economy now, then I would say relaxing COVID controls is probably the best and easiest way, right? And so like this is uh, something that like I think is kind of international now. Is that mm-hmm. like this like either dealing with covid or the the impacts of covid afterward is just like everyone's just like fucking depressed <laughs> like the whole, yeah. the whole world yeah. is depressed it's been a bummer yeah and well I, like the fact is until the united states gets its covid problem under control the rest of the world is fucked yeah, yeah. like china like zero covid policy is never going to work unless america also does a zero covid policy just yeah. because the travel between our two countries for the business classes is so fucking huge yeah yeah uh, yeah, by the sorry, way, world. <laughs> and every time, sorry, I know this is a bit of an aside, but every single time it, people say COVID zero, it sounds like a soft drink. It's like <laughs> the same lack of taste COVID now, zero calories. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Baja Blast COVID zero. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I think that that's all we need to grab from that. It's definitely worth looking at both of the, these articles. I, I think it, it provides a lot of context and texture to both what's going on in china and with its um covid response but then also like the larger context of uh the economy the global economy Mm -hmm. the expectation that um there is going to be a global recession coming soon uh you know the way that china is uh dealing with it is yeah to like have opened things up even even more uh get rid of this covid zero policy because um their uh housing market is still uh pretty bad and it's probably going to get worse again that's why this guy got fired um uh so it's um uh yeah it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be rough 
he says uh the 2014 inventory of sale uh, so like the inventory of, of available homes in china um in 2014 the last time uh they had a little downturn in their um uh, uh, their economy that came again from the housing market. Uh, their sales ratio was 38 months at its highest. Um, and this time it is much worse. In 2014, at the worst point, point of the cycle, property sales year on year growth was down 20%. And now we're talking 50%. Wow. Yeah. So, it's, uh, yeah. So, um, they're, they're also trying to make it easier to buy a, buy a home in China to, to imagine that. that imagine that. Yeah, we don't want it to be too easy. I don't know what they're thinking. <laughs> so, you know, compared to, like, the last bout of civil unrest that Americans know about that happened in China, you know, Tiananmen Square, yeah. um, this was uh, handled markedly less brutally. Um, I mean, there were still, like, you know, squads of cops in, like, Tyvek bunny suits, like, beating the shit out of people and stuff like that. Um, but, like... I mean, I don't know, like, you compare it, to, as you were saying earlier, to what they did in Iran, where they were just, like, straight-up murking people. Yeah. Like, how many people died in the Iranian protests up to this point? Right, like, we don't 300, know. Well, there, yeah. so far it's been reported that 300 people at that's least have been killed. That's fucking insane. And, and that's what the Iranian government is willing to say. Jesus right? Christ. Yeah. Um, and the, I think, the, <laughs> so yeah, we can, we can switch to uh, Iran now, which again very different country than china yeah uh one one big difference is that the iranian the present iranian government is uh there uh through at least the p partial inaction intentional inaction of the american government whereas uh, uh the chinese uh communist party obviously is there in spite of the desires of the american foreign policy right so that, that that's one way that is big different um <laughs> big difference there right um uh, uh yes the united states loves to put in governments that it can then vilify but um uh yeah so in, in uh iran uh this is a new york times headline iran shutting down morality police officials say after months of protests so um they are now abolishing the morality police according to remarks imagine by the, that right by the attorney general <laughs> carried on state media followed months of protests set off by the death of a young woman who was being held by force for supposedly violating the country's strict islamic dress laws not even defunding just straight up abolishing yeah, yeah. You know, abolishing the morality please take a lesson yeah yeah so now they're not getting rid of the laws that require right. head covering they're not getting rid of the modesty laws um just or at least not not now yeah just the enforcement but well they're getting i mean yeah like that's apparently enforcement was already pretty lax up until their most recent um election election yeah. so but you know the thing is a, a law without an enforcement mechanism it's not really much of a law it's a norm so unless they start to have like whatever normal um general like municipal police or however policing works in iran which i'm not going to pretend to know anything about but you know if they're getting rid of the only force that does enforce this law it'll be interesting to see how women especially respond to it like are they just gonna you know throw off their head coverings yeah fr from the article if the morality police are abolished it would have a major impact on the state's ability to police what women wear but it was not immediately immediately clear whether the authorities were planning to relax the laws mandating that women cover their hair and bodies which remain in place the primary role of the morality police was to enforce the laws related to Iran's conservative Islamic dress code imposed after the 1979 Islamic Revolution, uh, 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 not in the article, 
uh, but true is that um, uh, we kind of let that happen when uh, I think it was Jimmy Carter explicitly told the um, uh, Iranian uh, army to not uh, stage a coup uh, because we would not back them and that therefore allowed that uh, revolution to take place. Uh, and the country's new uh, ultra-conservative president that we were just talking about yeah. uh, has been recently reinvigorated that, that dress code policy. Um, and it has become an ideological pillar of ruling clerical establishment. So, yeah. Uh, take a lesson, United States government. <laughs> yeah. Maybe when, a, when thousands of people get in the streets and demand something, you could, I don't know, make some kind of concession. You don't even have to admit that it had anything to do with us. <laughs> you can yeah. just pretend that you were going to do it all along. That's yeah. totally, that would be progress. Yeah. You could just be like, oh, you know what? Actually, it, we just needed to fix those potholes. Yeah. Like, we, just I, to fix, you, yeah. <laughs> we actually didn't even like the police that much. We were just thinking how those guys, like, they're kind of, they kind of suck. And it's like, pretty weird that we just gave them all a bunch of military gear. I mean, all they're doing is, like, enforcing, like, domestic laws on civilians. Like, why did they need a fucking bear cat? Oopsies. But also, like, crime is going down, which we, we were looking at these recent figures and statistics yeah. on how crime is going down. Did you down. notice this? <laughs> This is like alternatively, there's the kind of like uh, you know, white guy with the flag as his avi as his avi that's like, well, yeah, because they defunded the police. What else do you think would happen when you defunded the police? Yeah, they're shooting more people because that's what they have to do. They don't have any money left. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, so, uh, <laughs> all all power to the people. Uh, shout out to the victors in this struggle in uh, China and Iran. Is this uh, kind of shifting gears only ever so slightly? Uh, there's this story of this woman, 77 year old woman, um, who is like a she's a grandma. Her name is Ruby Johnson. Oh. I don't know why I think that's such a sweet name. That Ruby is, sweet is such name. a cute name. Yeah, she's a 77 year old woman, retired civil servant. This is this happened in Colorado. Um, the fucking Denver police SWAT team showed up to her house, kitted out. You know how they like to do. Yeah. And they pull her out of her house. She is wearing a bonnet and a bathrobe. And, you in know. In Denver. In Denver. <laughs> in like, December. I mean, it's not like snowing outside, but it's probably not comfortable. And also, like, just how I would be very embarrassed if I was pulled out of my home and yeah. on body cam that could be subpoenaed by anybody wearing, like, my bathrobe. Anyway, they pull her out and they say they have a search warrant to search her, her property. Um, they're looking for... Uh, the the story. Everybody's talking about this as if they're looking for an iPhone. That's kind of misleading. There was a truck that went missing that had a bunch of like weapons and like four thousand dollars in cash. Had like a bunch of stuff in it, including an iPhone. And when the um owner of the truck and the iPhone pinged it, the little ping showed up at her address. But if you have any kind of like find my service, whether it's, uh, you know, iOS or otherwise, it gives you like a big radius of where something is like the ping is just the center of yeah. where it could be. Yeah. But G yeah, GPS isn't supposed to be that accurate. It's like, they, The government doesn't yeah, let it, it be that yeah. accurate yeah. because, you know, the, all the reasons the government wouldn't want people to have that kind of technology. Um, so it covered like six different properties over several city blocks. But they just went to her house and they got a warrant to search her house and they fucking like they ransacked just, the they police. ransacked it. I mean, you know, they go to her shed in the back and they use like clippers on the padlock for no reason. She's right there. She's she's, she's right not there. resisting. She's, she's like, no, she's sitting on the bumper of the fucking like, you know, tank that they brought. <laughs> 
they, go, they, they had go. they had a, a a search permit, right? Or they had a, a warrant, a, a yeah, warrant. but yeah. so they're being sued by the ACLU, which mm. like the ACLU is helping her sue them um, because it was like a very flimsy warrant that mm. had you know. You can't just go off, like, apparently you can, but you shouldn't be able to just go off of a find my iPhone ping. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's, and there was no reason to believe that this 77-year-old black woman stole a truck full of guns. <laughs> like, what do you think she's, what kind of operation do you think she's running? <laughs> so they destroy the inside of her house. There's this part of the, the, um, car- their, their body cam video that shows them, like, using a shovel to, like, Crut like crush the drywall on the ceiling in a hallway. Like all of this drywall is just falling down. Yeah. She may have put the guns and the money in the in the, in the drywall. drywall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, like a fucking, she's a fucking Walter White. And I think what it was is there was like a like a um, crawl space entrance up yeah, there. Yeah. You know, and instead of like and going up there and looking, they just want to destroy the roof. Yeah. Yeah. See, maybe maybe they'll maybe a bunch of guns will run rain down on them, which well, is what they always want <laughs> in their dreams. <laughs> it's like so just. Just, this guy is just like just the actualizing dollars the dr- and five dollar bills just yeah. like start scattering yeah. this guy's just like always wanted to have like guns and money fall like rain down on him it's like <laughs> it's like a, like a fetish that he's had he's like oh God, today might be the day but i mean in you know to be the devil's advocate you know please do uh, yes. can you imagine what it would what what that would be like in america if like in a residential neighborhood there were like i don't know a handful of guns and like four thousand dollars like, do you have any idea what that would do to that neighborhood? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good True, point. True, yeah. yeah. They might have a party and yeah. have fun. Yeah. Um, like, there's even this part where they're they're going through this crawl space after they destroyed the ceiling, and the cop is standing on the back of a chair, like an idiot. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, no, there's, I can see all this dust. There's no way anybody's been up here, and, you know, it, it, recently. Like, wow. There's just dust everywhere. Good detective work. Yeah, I've never wanted a chair to break so bad. I know. Yeah, like I'm just watching this video. I'm like, come on, come on, that guy's yeah. wicked heavy. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. But it's you know it, the the video. There's nothing too like overly disturbing about it. It's just so fucked it's, up. Yeah, man. it's like with the banality of like <laughs> evil uh, when it comes to like these state. You know, uh, like. W- it looks like a paramilitary force. You know that it absolutely it is. looks like a like a like a military squadron. Yeah. yeah. Because it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Also, uh, word to the wise, don't leave your guns in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Don't leave your guns and a pile of cash in your car. Yeah. Don't do that. That's that's a good way to get all that stuff stolen. Yeah. Especially in my neighborhood. People just go around uh, testing the doors. Yeah. We, oh, we, yeah. we had our car yeah. uh, rifled through uh, around here like uh, last week. Uh, but guess you, what? No we rifles. We don't have anything in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing, nothing of any value in our car. You, you, the, the thing of most value that you could take is the Taco Bell Diablo sauce packet that is in, our, that is in my glove box right now. But and, don't and do you, it. And you want? Hey, we've got a ten Altoids in there. They didn't take it. Nice. It's still there. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Altoids. Altoids are still there too. Those don't yeah. grow on trees, you know. No, that's true. All right. So uh, for today's wildflower, just because it's a hundred and nice, we're going to be a little silly, and um, we are, uh, you know, finally getting close to every man's true desire, which is to say, to have a AI simulacrum of Joe Rogan able to speak with you on any topic. (laughs) And 
and give you all, totally convincing answers. All human endeavors have led to this. Yes. Yeah. Well, you guys have seen that where they uh, they took all like the tens of thousands of hours of Joe Rogan and made it so that they had like a computer uh, driven uh, voice simulacrum that even had like inflection and like his whole ton- tonality no. down really well. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah. It, 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 there are these videos i'll put a show a link in the show notes uh where it's like a um he's talking about like training chimps in hockey and he's got them like <laughs> yeah, drinking yeah. bone broth and all a, that. chimps are just superior athletes and these chimps have been working out hard the throwing kettlebells battle ropes everything i've got them on a strict diet of bone broth and elk meat these chimps will rip your balls off god damn it's impressive so yeah. if you pair this new, what is this? It's open AI. Yeah. It's yeah. like a text. Uh, it's basically like a smarter, smarter child. Yeah. For, it's the smartest child. For, yeah, for, for, for all the elder millennials. That yeah. that is, yeah. uh, and, uh, but you know, it, it, all you got to do is take this uh, new uh, speech generator, this AI speech generator uh, that responds to prompts conversationally and pair it with that voice generator. And you've got. It's true. This yeah. is a very good, it's a very good chat bot. Yeah. Um, we're going to fuck around with it more in our bonus episode. Again, patreon.com slash iron needs. But I think we're going to let it handle our wildflower this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what I'm, what, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to hit uh, the, the dictate button on my phone so that oh you... Oh, God. David loves the dictate button It works. Now. It works really well. But uh, also yeah, well. because it's going to, uh, like, you want to hear me, like, say, like, okay, how much... No, I'm just going to say it and I'm going to read it back to you. All right, all right. So this is what's going to happen. All right. So I'm going to hit, hit the. All right. Um, have you read any good news lately? I hit submit, uh, uh, and it uh, uh, and it broke. <laughs> uh, all right. This Shut is, up! It yeah. did not. We've it, been fucking around with this thing all yeah, day. Yeah, it's, it's not working. It's a, the model predict, predicted a completion that begins with a stop sequence resulting in no output. Consider adjusting your prompt or stop sequences. I don't know what that means. I got one. All right, all right, all right. We're 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 dual wielding over here. Um, so I wrote, "Have you heard any good socialist news lately?" And uh, it said, "Yes, recently the United States House of Representatives passed the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act, which aims to address systemic racism and police brutality. It's a great step forward in combating systemic inequality and injustice." I don't like how good this thing wow. is. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I uh, but like. Is that is that true? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, it is true. Like, yeah, I, what, yeah. What, what what does it do though? Right? Uh, I I didn't read too much into it because yeah. it was Congress, so I yeah. assumed it wasn't very good. But... Yeah, it's probably not going to do anything. Are you asking the computer if it what it does? <laughs> oh yeah, just ask the chat what it yeah. does. Obviously, I don't know why I would look. I wrote, uh, but what does it do though? I don't trust Congress to do anything good. The George Floyd Justice and Policing Act will create more transparency and accountability in policing by banning chokeholds, no-knock warrants, and racial profiling. It also uh, requires those police also departments. Banned yeah, yeah, all those things are already banned. All right, good. We double banned them. It, it also requires police departments to implement de-escalation training and create a national training. database of uh, police misconduct. These measures. That's actually good. That's a good one. Oh, and then it says these measures are in, and then it stopped. Okay. Yeah, it does that a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, it, it, 
Joe Rogan, it is not. <laughs> Yet. Yeah. But I don't know. If you ask Joe Rogan to explain what the George Floyd <laughs> Act was, I don't yeah, think he could yeah. do much better. Um, I do like the national database element. That's that's good. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, it would uh, require municipal agencies to care about somebody's name being on it. But, yeah. You know. Yeah. Or, or we got binders. It in the first place. Yeah. We got binders full of bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, if you want to hear us uh, ask more silly questions of this little AI chat, um, you can find it on Patreon. Nice. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. Thanks so much for listening to this 100 and nice episode of Ironweeds, and we hope that you enjoyed it. We're uh, going to take uh, December off, we're, mostly. Yeah, well, we're going to do an episode next week. So we're going to do a bonus episode today and one next week. So you'll still, if you're a patron, you'll still get your two episodes a month. Um, but we are going to take three weeks off uh, for the end of December and then the just the weekend of the first. Because you earned it. We all earned it, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah, I think so. But you know, I'm a, like a remarkably lazy person. That's like a, <laughs> a, a, a major personality trait of mine. And one of my favorite things about the month of December and the holiday season in general is that it gives me a lot of cover to be as lazy as i actually want to be it's the reason for the season exactly so i'm going to take advantage of that uh the last few weeks of this month absolutely well fuck yeah i hope uh listener you do too i hope you get a relaxing little respite at the end of this calendar year and uh yeah just you know bank some good rem sleep you know while you can because absolutely if uh, this past year is any indicator, things are only going to get weirder oh, yeah. at an accelerating likely. pace. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, steal yourself, gird your loins, Always. Uh, roast your chestnuts on an open fire, and uh, I don't know, just uh, write to us. We Let us get know some if you want any uh, special uh, content coming your way. Uh, there were a couple of good suggestions that we got in uh, some comment threads. Um, somebody uh, asked us to do a treats episode. So perhaps, oh, yes. perhaps we'll do a treat. Maybe that'll be next week. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would like that. Yeah. Yeah. We're also, we got a couple of really good uh, requests for bonus content that we're going to tackle in the new year because some of them are a little research heavy. And like I said, I'm not working hard this month. I'm just <laughs> yeah. not. Um, if you haven't, uh, I've also been putting up posts on Instagram. I hope that you guys have been enjoying those. Fuck uh, yeah. Let me know if it's worth it to you. I've been doing like clips from the show. If if that's uh, you know something that is desirable, let me know. Yeah, but we, we will uh, no no matter what anyone says, continue to post Brittany's uh, uh, artistic art artwork. Yes, no that that is that is here to stay. Yeah. Absolutely, I'm excited yeah. for the hundred and nice. Yeah, I want to see what you come oh, up with. Oh boy, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, it's very. I, I'll just have open-ended. to let the creative spirit. Yeah, <laughs> take me. Yeah. And in the meantime, you can still find us on Twitter. Ironweedspod. And on Instagram. Ironweedspod. And send us an email, why don't you? At ironweedspod. At At gmail.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace. Chris always does such a good job harmonizing. (laughs) Jesus. And I don't.